Tell a friend. Guess who's back? 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 Welcome back, you guys. I know it's been forever, but welcome back to Lights, Camera, Cocktails. And we have a new friend over here in the driver's seat, Lenny. That's me. That's me. That's my girl, Lenny. And I am Zenobia, if you didn't know. And this is Lights, Camera, Cocktails. So we have some deliciousness going on today i miss you girl i miss you so much are you kidding me this is great i'm so excited i am sweating it out in my room it is 102 degrees outside and I, I had to turn the fan off because but i think the air just kicked on so thank god <laughs> what's it like over yeah, there in florida I didn't... oh florida i mean it was really nice it was 93 here felt hot the humidity it was like 70 percent humidity so it, was, it felt like 103 but it wasn't it wasn't that hot she sent um, me a picture of her floating in her pool yes i was yes i was <laughs> yeah uh but i recall drinking a cocktail in the pool because i was waiting for tonight i was waiting for you i was waiting for my drinking buddy oh i had a shot my... earlier but i'm i'm that was a, i'm sorry no, it's okay. Do not apologize ever for drinking. I've had a, I've had a rough <laughs> week, so I needed a drink. Okay. Yeah, you did. So, um, Lenny, tell them, tell them uh, what the theme of this month is, or for the rest of this month is. Well, I'm super excited because coming into season two of Lights, Camera, Cocktails, Cocktails. I was so, I'm honored, honored to uh, be here with you. I love this. So I thought to celebrate, you know, us and our gloriousness, I think this should be Women Filmmakers Month. (laughs) And that is what August is going to be about, uh, is women's, women filmmakers, writers, directors, filmmakers. That's just what we want to focus on. They're the women that are in our uh, career yep. that are killing it right now and we yep. want to raise them up and celebrate them and celebrate the stories that they're telling and I couldn't be happier with you letting me choose the first movie yep. for <laughs> season two season and you two. picked a great one you guys uh, I'm so excited to talk about this with you to talk about this movie with everybody this movie is amazing and I'm so excited that we get to talk about it tell me girl what are we doing today Tonight, we are talking about Queen and Slim. Yes, we are, girl. And we're doing a movie that has not been out that long. And Mm -hmm. uh, it's extremely relevant to the world we are in at this moment. So I am very... And it's written and directed by two beautiful black women. So I'm so glad that you picked this. Um, I know. And in doing that, she also did something that we never do i haven't done in a while is she picked the drink so she the drink you guys she let me pick the drink and i was just i wanted to pull out all the stops and make this one of her favorite drinks so i hope she loves it okay i've been i saw you sipping on it so i'm not gonna say nothing <laughs> i know when you said something. <laughs> and i have it so i'm did ready you see my, did yes. you see my face okay. she, you guys Should can I see it? it but she was like she she realized she was caught <laughs> I did. I couldn't help it though. It smells the aroma of this it's, cocktail. It's smells really good. So good. Okay, tell them what it's called. 
So this is called the ride or die. Yes, it is. Basically for our queen and slim who are our ride or dies. What do you want? I want to ride or die. This and you're my ride or die. You're my ride or die. Okay, so I'm going to definitely start sipping on this because you already jumped a gun. And I want you to tell everybody how to make this, though. Go ahead. Wait, can you can you hear this? Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, you scared me. I loved it. Burr, 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 burr. Dang. It sounds better okay, than mine. <laughs> so this is the ride or die. It is bourbon. Mm -hmm. You're looking at two ounces of bourbon, a half an ounce of lemon juice, muddled pureed uh, blueberries. I did wild blueberries in mine. Um, I mean, you can just get beautiful fresh blueberries anywhere, right? I and went then to the store, <laughs> <laughs> and I got them. So there you go. And then muddled mint mm -hmm. and a little bit of sugar, like basically like a simple syrup. If you're trying to impress, you know, loved one, family member, sexy date, you know, you muddle that sugar yourself. But if you're just doing it for a party, a simple syrup would just work fine. And uh, yeah, it's a perfect, nice little cocktail. What do you think, Zidabia? Okay. Cheers. I know we already cheers, but one more time. Cheers. We're cheering again. For reals. Okay, here we go. I'm my legacy. <gasps> Can I be your legacy? You already are. Oh my God. Oh my Shut God. up. Stop. 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 Girl, stop. Okay, let me ride or die, bitch. Mm. Ride or die. Mm. Oh, that's good. It's, it's refreshing. Right? Mm-hmm. Did you I make this up? I did actually. So I took okay. It, you, if you look at it, if you taste it, it kind of has the lookings of a mint julep. Oh, okay. Because the bourbon and the mint together, and a, and a lemon juice. But I added the blueberry, and to make it just like a fun, I wanted to add some more flavor to it because that's what this movie has so much passion and so much juice, so much flavor. Yeah. So much. And I wanted something because I mean I wanted to choose something bourbon because they drink a, a shot of bourbon in the. Morning. I saw that. What can I get you? A bourbon. I was like, oh, girl, she is already realizing how we yes. play the game here at like <laughs> cocktails. Slam dunk. I love and you guys so do this. And it's so important because we know. I mean, I don't know if we can. We shouldn't get into the plot, I guess. Well, I mean, yeah, why not? Slim, you know, we know our man Slim. He doesn't drink. Nope. Oh, I don't drink. <laughs> Maybe you should stop. And the entirety of the movie until they get to this bar, and he's Where like, he knows he's safe. He's safe in this bar, so he has a drink. Yep. And so that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to do a fun little take on a bourbon, something that would be a fun sipper through the whole movie. And for my ride or die, I wanted to make oh, it special. Oh, this is a. Oh my God, this was such a good one. This You're so a good. good. This is a good one. Good, good summer one right here. Mm -hmm. I'm honored. Ooh, that's good. Oh. Okay, so do you have a little bit of? Hersary. Oh, are we ready? I'm ready for some Hersary. baby. Let's let's get into it. Okay. All right. So the movie, I, so it came out last year. It debuted at, at AFI's film festival in November. And then it did a wide full release that same November. I think it was the 29th. It was, well, it's Thanksgiving weekend. Um, it was out at the same time as uh, Knives Out was, uh, came out. The Ryan Johnson I haven't seen film. that one yet. I, did, I saw that one as well. I spend Thanksgiving in the city, so I always go to the movies. And Queen Slim was my Thanksgiving film. And then uh, on Saturday, I went and saw Knives Out. Because oh, <laughs> I'm a movie junkie. Um, oh, I love you. 
<laughs> I love you too. So the movie itself, a lot of people ask me, because I saw it opening weekend, a lot of people didn't go and see it. And a lot of people ask me, is it based on a true story? Because you hear this story and it's total headlines. Like it's stuff that we have been reading, uh, we've been hearing about our whole lives, unfortunately. It's sad, but it's true. And especially now, um, it's gotten, the movement has gotten so big now, which is beautiful that people are finally coming together and fighting back and uh, making a cry together. So they asked, so this movie isn't real, but it is definitely based on like true headlines of like what we are facing as a community and like the black people in America. And this is what they're exposed to. And that's what I love. The director is Melina uh, Masukis, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. which, you know, gotta love a Masukis over here. She's amazing. Yeah. This is her directorial debut. Mm-hmm. Well, the history itself. So I want to talk about like, she wanted to create the film that was going to reach to mass audiences, not only to the black community and like do a beautiful heart cry, love story, love song. Um, for what the families have to go through for all of the, you know, all the people that have perished to police brutality and especially to the community. So she wanted to do a shout out and like really represent like Jordan Edwards and Trayvon Martin. I mean, now we've got George Floyd, which, and then Breonna Taylor. And I mean, oh my God, Mike Brown. And uh, it's, there's just, there's so many names and it, and it's sad how the list goes on. And so that was her this is her calling this was what she needed to do this was what she wanted her first first film to be um when she hooked up with lena waith who is the screenwriter yep. and uh the most incredible writer of all time i want to be um friend. i know me too um and so it's just that's what i love about this I, we don't have to go into too much detail because we don't we shouldn't get i mean this is about the film but i mean i do have a bunch of fun facts about them as well just because i feel like most people don't know who they are so yeah, they, and they haven't had anything that we've done on the show before. So I do want to give them a big shout out. So we will talk more about them later. Okay. So we are doing Queen and Slim. And are you ready for the stats? Give me those stats. Stack them up. Are you ready for the stats? Okay. So like you said, this movie came out uh, last year. So November 27th, 2019, this movie dropped and the budget for this movie so me doing this really since it's only been like only so many months the it didn't go up too much but like the budget for this movie was 18 million dollars yes so that's pretty that's a pretty good um budget for like a smaller film you know yeah and into 2020 money it's only like like it's not that much more so these prices really isn't it's like it was 18. <laughs> For wait, so how much did the film actually gross? So the film grossed forty three million dollars. Okay. Twenty twenty is still like it's like forty three point nine mil. So it's like nothing really different because it hasn't been that long since these movies. This movie came out. This um, is true. But yeah, it made it made its money. It, like it did make it, it doubled fun. like its money, so that's pretty good. And it put some, you know, new actors, new directors, new writers in the forefront so i i think it did it made some money that was pretty good especially for like it coming out in november plus you know shortly after that we go into quarantine so that's that's pretty good Mm -hmm. so you ready for rotten tomatoes oh show me those rotten tomatoes i don't even yeah show me rotten tomatoes okay rotten tomatoes the critics Mm -hmm. 82 percent. that's pretty good for critics i'm gonna have to say 
And for white critics on top of that, it was pretty good. Audience gave it 92%, which I also think it's a pretty good number for some audience. I give it a 95%. I think it was great. Their casting was great. The 5% is the 5% I had that the ending would have been different. When I knew it wasn't <laughs> going to be different, but that 5% of me really wanted it to just, I wanted them uh, to make it. Oh my gosh, spoiler alert. No spoiler alert. If you if you have come onto <laughs> this show before, you know that we going to tell you everything. That's what the show is for. It's for, you have seen it. If you haven't seen this movie, and you're listening to it. I'm sorry. I'm gonna. We're gonna spoil it, but still go watch it because it's very beautifully done. And it's so it's so beautiful. Yeah, done. it's Are a good movie to have under your belt to to have seen. So I'm sorry if you haven't seen it, but fuck you, bitch. No, that's I'm, what I do. Yeah, please. <laughs> that's what please. I fucking do. That's what it's all about. Yeah. What What would you get it? Give it. I would say there's just a few little continuity things that just. As a as a bit of a perfectionist, drive me crazy. But other than that, I think it's a solid movie. I would probably go like a ninety seven percent. The two percent would be like certain little continuity things that I was just like, eh. but all in all, I just the flow is perfect. Mm -hmm. The artist, the art direction they went with was phenomenal. Mm -hmm. the The writing is just so clever. You think you know what the line's going to be, and it's just an even better line than you even expected. And the acting. I mean, we can't even, we haven't, we can't go in that yet, but we'll get there. Girl. It's just, ugh, girl. And I love that the cast is super small. Like, keep it tight. Yeah, it's intimate. It's a very intimate, tight, which is what it is. I mean, the connections. Are you ready for the motherfucking <laughs> drinking <laughs> game? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Give me that drinking game. I'm so ready to get drunk. How much you got in your drink left? Let me see. Oh, I've got like two sips left. Uh, I'm screwed. I'm, uh, okay. I gotta. Okay. Well. See, this is why you do it in a tall, big glass. Because ride or die, you got this drink. <laughs> I feel like I have the queen glass because she's tall. And you got the slim yep. glass because he's a little shorter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have a, a Collins glass. That's what I'm drinking out of. Um, Helen is drinking out of a rocks glass. A rocks glass. So do how you but want to. Exactly. The You can pick any glass you want for this drink because it's ride or die. You grab the first cup that you got. So what doesn't is a, matter. What is a mint julep usually in? Um, they go in a copper tin or um, I guess you would do it like a rocks glass. You guys, that's probably the only thing in my glass collection that I don't have is the copper cups. And I've been looking mm -hmm. at it. I think I need to because I started making, I went to visit uh, Jason and Smashley a couple of weeks ago uh, to help yeah. me figure out how to do all this tech stuff because Jason's the techie, not me. And I love you, Jason and Smashley. Burr, burr, burr. Um, but I decided that I wasn't going <laughs> to. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I decided that I wasn't going to show up empty-handed, so I came up with a cool whiskey drink, which is a whiskey mule, and we put them in those copper cups, and they taste so good. So mm -hmm. I was like, I need to get me some. So that's on my list to get. All right. So I like that. I promise that we are going to build that list up so good. So good. Lenny is working her way down here to the West Coast. Going to the West Coast. So we will be doing these shows in person. In I know. The so thank and you. I'll, I'll hug you and I'll hold you and nothing can stop us. 
after 14 days of you quarantining, I will be over there. <laughs> Absolutely. <You> come say <laughs> what's up. <laughs> we, will be very, we will be very respectful of the quarantine guidelines. Yes. I want the motherfucking drinking game. Yes. Read it to me. I'm going to read it to you. My CBB. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So the you're going to take one simp when they get into a new car. They change cars Ooh. about three times. Mm-hmm. So every time they get a new car, and this goes from like the first time you see them in the first car to them still in the truck to them getting the car from her oh, uncle. Earl? We need one of your cars. <laughs> Kiss my black ass. He let him cost more than he love us. <laughs> to them stealing the car out of the white people's house. Oh yeah, the station wagon. I will even oh. give the car that the dude drives them to the plane. I will even count that. Yeah. So you, you have to count it. Take a sip every time they're in a new car. I like that. Car hopping. Car like hopping. It. Okay, so you're going to take a simp. Okay. When Queen talks about being a lawyer, or she talks about law in any way, so when she talks about getting her uncle off. I got him out of prison once. For what? He killed somebody. Damn, who'd he kill? My mother. When she just talks about anything law related, you take a simp. Mm-hmm. Okay, I like it, I like it. Our attorney. Yep. You're going to take a simp when you see a cop. <gasps> Who the fuck called you? <laughs> I'm just here to make sure everybody's okay. You still fucking this nigga? No. Why the fuck you here? I ain't calling. Why the fuck you here? Oh, shit. <laughs> well, oh my I will God. cut out the end. If, the, if you're too fucked up towards the end to take simps when you see cops, I will let you not do that if you don't want to but uh, whatever it's gonna be mostly tears in your glass at that point <laughs> <laughs> oh, <my God. sighs> Fucking a. I know. you take one simp when they get recognized by somebody oh shit hey is this y'all and that happens a lot it yeah, happens the little a lot. kid and her, his dad junior at the garage you're not gonna help me with my daddy Fuck you, Tofu! You can't take my daddy to the hospital! <laughs> oh my... Oh, remember the kids... He's like, I can get you some food, but you can't help me with my daddy? Like, he's fucking pissed. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> that was a good impression. I think I did pretty good. That was actually really good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, any of that, where, you know, he goes to the bar and she says... Don't worry, you're safe here. You safe, honey. He's safe. Is that it? Even when the, the cop when he, the cop lets him go in the station wagon when yep. he opens up the garage and sees him. Yep. That one. When the dude, the cop, rec, the dude that picks him up in the truck, who was a cop, he recognizes him. All these. Does he? Really he does. does because he's in the store and she's like, he keeps looking at us. He's oh, real, oh, he's yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. When, okay, he does have a recognition later. You're right. You're right. No, I give you that. Ba -ba -ba. And I don't count him as drinking for a cop. Because he's not in uniform. <laughs> um, He's the sheriff. He's the sheriff. He's not a cop. He's a sheriff. So you don't have to drink for him. Just because. Uh -huh. oh. <laughs> I'll take it. I'm going to be drunk by the end of this game. I know it. You're going to take one simp. What's it? When Slim smacks as he eats. <laughs> oh, my God. 
You make a lot of noise when you eat. Woman, this could be my last meal. Would you just let me be? Every time he smacks as he eats, you gonna take a sip. I love. He doesn't. Shit. I think he does it just to make her mad at some point. I don't know. Some people do that. My grandmother eats like that, too. Like, like she's that never eaten father. in her life. <laughs> like, what the fuck? It is what, it is certain things, though, too. Like, True. it's a beautiful, floppy, gorgeous cheeseburger. I mean, you're just going to get sloppy on it. You know yeah. what I mean? You know what? I feel like the last time that we see him eat, she looks at him, and it's more of a loving way I guess it's after they have sex so like they're actually like into each other now and she uh -huh. looks at him in a way that like feels like she's like you know it's not that that's like a cute quirk like I feel like she yeah. now thinks it's like more of a cute like there he goes again my little pig pen like oh <laughs> like you know do you yeah. know that's what I feel like yeah. I don't know that's just well, that's just my take of it to bother you or the little yeah that little thing that's gonna bother you and then it transitions and it turns into an endearing quality for oh, sure oh, i love it I can't everything he does though is perfect girl i would have just ugh, ugh. he's been on our show twice now because we've done get out yeah. and black panther oh perfect and so he is just so i just ugh, i just want to look his face he's so beautiful um, he's gorgeous. Skin. Oh my God, skins. Like he would have had me as soon as if we would have went out to eat and she's like upset about the way he's eating and she's like picking on him at the beginning anyway. Like, why did you pick this place? Because you don't have enough money. And he's like, it's black owned. Because it's black owned. Black owned. I would immediately. The... She's like, touche. Touche. Got yeah. Me. I would have immediately can't... been like, I need him. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I'm putting you in my pocket. Hi. When he had like, when he's talking about coming home at night with her, and she's like, "I don't think so." I'd been like, "Yes, please." Yep, I'd be like, "We gotta go this, pick up." Is, why is she passing up on this gem of a man? Please. She, cause she. She we'll was having get, a bad day. We'll get, yeah. we'll get to it. Let's get, let's move yeah. on with the drink. We'll break down day. how we feel about her. You gonna take a simp when the news talks about them. So when you see a picture of them in the newspaper, when you mm -hmm. see them say their names and their descriptions and stuff in the news, you're gonna take a simp. That's a mm -hmm. simp. And there's quite a few of those. Yeah, there are. You're gonna take a simp. Oh, Gail is on, remember Gail shows up at the end. Angela Johnson and Ernest Hines were shot and killed today by Monroe County Police. The two suspects have For the news report. Oh, so heartbreaking. And they even fucking lie in that. Ugh. Bitch, and I know. You picked this movie, and it just makes me so. It makes me so. Okay. So you're going <laughs> you to take a simp when someone gets shot. Ooh, yeah. So that goes for the cop that this all starts with. This goes yep. with Queen getting shot. Yep. This goes with the kid shooting the cop. When they... it, I mean, that scene is so in, that scene's so crazy too because I wasn't expecting it I really really wasn't but then I knew it was about to turn when the, the cop opens his helmet and he's like I beg you listen man I beg you just go home alright just go home and the kid pulls out a gun I was like I did not expect it to turn this way and it, him shooting him right in the head it's just you're like oh fuck I do appreciate that they used a black cop for that to mm -hmm. prove like not all cops are bad he wasn't a bad cop he wasn't a bad cop he's like kid go home man please please <laughs> i don't want to be yeah. here please mm -mm. so yeah i know 
you take those simps. You pour you it take out. Them. You pour it out for them in your mouth, for the homies. <laughs> okay, so your last <laughs> simp. You gonna take a that simp when <laughs> that simp you just took? That's your last simp. You gonna take it when they do something exciting or something fun. So like him getting on a the horse. horse. I never been on a horse. You should try sometime. Maybe I should do it right now. Them like laying outside the window, them going to go on their second date, AKA going dancing. Something mm -hmm. fun that they stop and do, take a simp. Cause they're like, what if I don't have a, a chance to ride a horse again? Like, what if you don't make it? We will. You don't know that. What if I don't have a chance to do this again? Be hang out the window like Beyonce. You had your chance, man. <laughs> she, they did it. So yeah. On those ones, cause it it's just a, those are the the small happy moments in the movie. Take a sale. I feel like the last one that they get to do is so bittersweet too, because I feel like because neither one of them smoke weed, but then the oh Judas, yeah, that, that too. Mm, Judas, yeah. But that Judas guy gives them the weed and a part of me is just like oh this is so endearing but the other part is like i mean fuck that guy though fuck that guy though fuck that guy though count his fucking money at the end anyway sorry go ahead <laughs> okay so you're gonna finish your drink finish it when they are on the run so oh the moment that queen tells them hey girl we can't just leave him here yes we can let's go we should just run get in the car let's go yeah finish your drink because shit's about to get real yep. i do no. love that they do the part of them fighting with like you know you don't see them it's just black with the the names and the name of the movie and stuff the credits are coming up but you can just hear them fighting but you can't see them fighting i love it um i it's a that was such a choice in the film to do an a voiceover dialogue. Yeah. I love and it. you don't see that very often. You really don't. You see voiceover narration for sure, but a voiceover dialogue. Of a very important part. Like, it's not like, oh, we're Pulp Fiction talking about, you know, cheeseburgers. No, it's like we're doing no. it of us like, oh, shit, what do we fucking do? What do we, what's going on? This is a life or death. Like, this is a life changing moment. Yeah. This is a life changing moment. And they're having this conversation and you don't even need to see them having it to hear the intensity and the desperation that are in their voices. You fuck! Why didn't you stay in the car? So this is my fault? If I didn't get out the car, you would be dead right now. And you're right, and the visuals, they did such a good job mixing the dialogue with the visuals, even when there's people present, present and doing landscape portraits or people portraits with this dialogue, it's just so beautiful. Yeah, mm-hmm. It's just so well done, and I appreciate yeah. all of that. Sometimes. I like that. I like finishing your drink at that point. Shit just got real. Shit just got real. Strap in, rider guy, because shit's about to get real. <laughs> As me and her start making our second rounds of drinks. Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm doing this. Okay, so you going to finish your drink when they have hot car sex. Oh, but my God. Girl. Girl, girl. Oh. oh, girl. If 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 you are out there and there is at least one part of this movie you need to make sure you see, 
It's that sexy ass dark skinned black love that you see in this movie. Oh, like, that scene. It was the it was one of the hottest scenes I've ever one of the hottest sex scenes I've ever seen. At least to me, that wasn't like porn. It was like beautiful and their their skin is just so beautiful. The backdrop is beautiful. The car is beautiful. It's just beautiful. Them it's just beautiful. And ecstasy is just gorgeous. Like, girl, come on. Ooh, that that scene was beautiful. And I can't help it but comment on the composition that they did with the music to match with the the movement, the moans, the I mean this is possibly the last time they'll ever do this, so let's do it right. With the beautiful love making that they do, like it's and they're, and they're flashing back and forth from them to the riot, like to the riot. You're like, oh shit, okay. I know. No, not riot. Protest. Protest. I am so, I'm so sorry. I'm a little drunk, so I'm I'm gonna apologize on that because it was no riot. You that can just a peaceful protest. It was peaceful. They, they threw tear gas first. They did. Okay, so finish your drink. Finish your drink. When they see the plane. Oh my God, the plane. So when they get out of the car and they start walking towards that plane, just go ahead and finish that drink. Oh my God. Oh my God. And he does that music, that, uh, that, sweet, that sweet music. When they get out of the car, it's so hopeful. Like, you oh even God, see the hope in it. both of their faces. And for five seconds, I thought that this movie was going to give me a love half, like I'm a hopeless romantic over here. So I want nothing more than to see these two ride off into the sunset to Cuba and just like live that island life and be really sexy. <laughs> Black people don't win. So I knew, like, that's why I said 95% of me was like, I knew that we weren't going to make well, it. No. Like, I just knew it. But that 5% no. was hoping, like, let's make it over to Cuba. And their black asses just living a nice life over there, just chilling. But nope. Nope. Well, they kind of allude to it when the little kid talks about how he to be immortal. Because then you'll be immortal. Yeah, and when he says that, you're like, okay. I'm Obviously, you guys kind of have like, to die for the cause. Yeah, and Slim is just like that would that that would be cool. like that'd be cool, but Queen's like I'd rather live. No, I want to live. <laughs> She's like I spent all this money going to law school and being an excellent black lawyer, and I don't want to just die. So, do you have anything to add to the motherfucker drinking? I you had all the points that I was even thinking if I were to like want to drink. And then you added more that I'm like, oh my God, and get to like live and relive in that moment while I drink my drink. I just, no, you hit all the spots. You got it, girl. See, I thought I was a little rusty. I was like, oh, I might not be up to task to do this. It's been a minute. Mm -mm. I, maybe I would say, I like that outfit. I'm gonna take a drink. <laughs> yes. Like when they got some sick ass outfits on, I'm just like, the clothing is just so great. And I'm like, I love it. Yes. Yeah, Uncle Earl at the end, at the funeral, with that big coat. I don't expect that like, pimp-ass motherfucker to look any different. He looked like he was wanting to cry, wanted to beat someone's ass, and wanted to be I, super fly at the same goddamn time. Like, he just, exactly. that was that's what he was emoting at that moment. Like, if I could fucking kill these motherfuckers, I would, <laughs> but I can't. Where my I'm gonna hose. Find fucker. I'm going to find that fucker who did this. He could track him down. I mean, that guy Shepard knows... 
who he is. He does. He, could, he does. He does. He could have told me like they fucking. You hooked him up with somebody who turned him in. Does that mean? <gasps> wait. So does what? that mean that like, Flea turned him in? No, because they listened to the no. news too and they look shocked. That's right. Because I was like, no, they, would they were being talked to by the cops for a long ass time, and the wife didn't really want to fucking be there, so she could have been like, hey, they're about to go to so and so, and the dude was like, well, if you gonna turn him in, you know, I yeah. want my cut. No, yeah, she would. She would have done it for the money, but she's she she just knew she couldn't get no. She would have lost her husband. She, he would have been she would have lost her husband, and honestly, I don't even think she would want to have been bothered with it either. I don't think she would have turned a flea. And Chloe, how do you say her last name? Uh, Savonia. I love her. She's a good actress. I do too. Oh, I asked. I do absolutely love her. She's great. Oh my god, I love her American Horror Story. <gasps> She's an American Horror Story. Hotel. <gasps> That's right. She plays his wife. You right, girl. Mm-hmm. I haven't watched that one in a minute. You're right. That was okay. mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we can get into the cast if we want to talk cast. Just All right, to well, that, is, that, all. that is. Oh, yeah. We did it. We did the drinking grape. You said you didn't want to add none, so that is. Just our club. If, we, if you can look at the screen and be like, I'd fucking wear that. <laughs> you know I'd want to wear that, like, fucking. Those boots? Those zebra boots. I was about to be like, that's so me right there, those boots. That dress oh, is me, too. That dress is that dress is so you. No, his suit, his his tracksuit. Like mm-hmm. whenever he zips up that collar, I'm like, oh my god, I've done that a million times. That's me. That's I would wear the shit out you of that. You would wear that. I would, would wear, that suit. wear that. Oh god, the the ultimate of comfort right there and looking fly as fuck. He is so cute. I know oh he's comfy god. the whole time. She's got to like pull down that little fucking dress. Oh, <laughs> well, I know. Well, that I know is. She's... That's it. The motherfucking drinking Drink. game. game. Yes. Beautiful. All right. Thank you, Ben. Thanks yeah. for getting me sufficiently drunk during the drinking. So we have sufficiently refilled our drinks, and it's time to move on to uh, the cast. So, do you want to talk about the director or writer first? Let's just let's just get into them because basically they are why we picked this movie for reals. It is true. Um, let's start with the director. Okay. So, what do you? Why do Malina you, Malina Masukis? When you think of her, what do you think of besides this movie? Formation. <laughs> well, formation. Yes, this bitch is amazing. She is basically has done all of the great music videos of the 2010s. And if you don't think you've seen one of her videos, if you haven't seen one of her videos, then you're old and I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, honestly, (laughs) if you haven't seen it, I'd be like, wow, you've really been missing out. I mean, she's just dominated the the music video scene for a while there. I mean, she got to, she got two, she has two Grammys. Like video awards? they're yeah for and mm-hmm. four she has four mtv movie awards uh video i'm sorry movie mm-hmm. awards <laughs> video awards <laughs> I, feel, I, I got you i got you i know uh but yeah she had it for uh we found love yep so yeah she's even before done, formation she's done formation. songs for queen b formation she's done um pretty hurts move your body 
So uh-huh. these are just some of the Beyonce songs. She's done some for Rihanna, like uh, You the One, uh, We Found Love, S&M, Rude Boy. You know Rude Boy used to be my <laughs> shit. I know. You were obsessed with Rude Boy for a That was that hot summer. It was a hot summer. That song came out, and we smoked a shit ton of weed. And I bought a Rasta pipe, and I named it Rude Boy. And I remember oh breaking it in the... And that was the year of Kid Cudi, too. That was oh that was one of my kid cutting years. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. oh my god! We've How known I've known Helen for so long, and we have we've done some shit. We go back. She, she I knows could tell me in my story. wild days. I could tell you stories. And she probably will. She will. No, not I. I would never ride or die. Not all of them, but some of them are worth worth telling. Okay, <laughs> girl. She yes. did one of our favorite songs, okay? <laughs> and when I saw this, I was like, I have to write this down because this is literally Helen. She did Whitney's Million Dollar Bill, bitch! Yeah! If I, you hate me like a million dollar bill, say oh, oh. oh, oh. <laughs> that used to be our jam, you guys. Oh. We played that song out, and I was like, "Oh my god, she did that video!" Yeah, so she did one of our our videos. Um, she... I gotta just say, San Francisco Castro. <laughs> they played the Remember shit that out of that song. song. Was that Badlands? Was that what that place yep. was called? Badlands mm-hmm. when they had the music video mm-hmm. playing with the song always. Oh, it was such a kick! It was so much fun. We and danced Million our ass Dollar off. Bill would come on, and that music video would be ever because it was fucking rad. That oh, music video was oh, rad. Yeah. That bitch oh, got <laughs> Masukas. She did. She's got, she's, got, she's, she's got some good songs. Um, she did Snoop Dogg's Sexual Seduction. Yes. Got that Sexual Seduction. Mm. All the time, anytime. I have that on vinyl, to be honest with you, that song. Ooh, yeah, <laughs> I'll pump that afterwards at the after party. <laughs> so she has done many more. She's done songs for like Solange. She's done songs for Christina Aguilera, J-Lo. All these people have had videos done by her. Like I said, 2010s was her year. She did a shit ton of songs with Queen B, with Beyonce. So, I mean. Yeah. And a lot of different TV shows. Um, yeah. So, she, she's done she's done some shit. Yeah, she has. And, and everything. Everything. She just has an eye for it. She just really has an eye and represents the artist exactly in what they're trying to project. Yeah. I mean, like, like I will say even with the right, like her and Lena Waithe, the way that I just, they just both spoke so well together in collaboration with this. It's just, you can see both of them and any of the interviews and any of the articles I've read, it's just, it seems their vision was just so seamless. And it, you can see it as well with any music video, like Beyonce and her, I mean, oh my God. I mean, for Beyonce to pretty much take a chance on someone who's so young and not so established, to go out of her way to pick a black female director to help put her on game and help her, because music videos is a great place to start for movies. It's like short films, even shorter short films. You have to get a story or a plot across within three and a half minutes to four minutes, and you have to do it with sometimes not good actors because these people are, are musicians not actors and you just gotta uh-huh. okay girl act like you like this dude like you know 
it's all these things. So this was a great way for her to start out and then come full force on doing movies like Queen and Slim. Like where uh-huh. Queen and Slim hang outside the window reminds me of Beyonce and fucking formation. That's Absolutely. what I see. You know, exactly them going over to, you know, New Orleans to Uncle's house. It also reminds me of formation because they're at like some like big plantation New Orleans looking kind of style home. Like all that stuff reminds me of Queen and Slim. And I'm like, okay, I see where you you, you are a good person to have a movie that has to travel through the country. Yeah. She's filmed so many videos in different parts of the country. Like, it's perfect. Yeah, they totally just went straight down. Yeah. She did a great job. Really, it was a really great job. So uh, let's talk about our amazing writer real quick. Oh, my God. She's, like, super blushing over here, you guys. Stop it. Don't say that. <laughs> oh, my God. Are you just... about to cry? No, I would never. I'm not going to fangirl over here hard. Not too hard. I promised I wouldn't. I mean, I'm cool. I mean... <laughs> She'll never listen to this. I hope yeah, that's true. Please listen to this. We love you. I know. What are you talking about? I was gonna about to t- push myself and be like, hey, Lena, I've got some really great stories. If you ever want to read them and hang out sometime, I'm like, just talk. You are the coolest. And I am a, I admire your career. You're incredible. I'd be like, I love Lena. She's an ally. But can I come too? <laughs> <laughs> um, honestly, but she is just such a hero for me. Like, being the first female black writer to win an Emmy for an outstanding comedy writing, like she is so cool. And she just won breaking. that. Yeah, she won she out won. for writing Master of None, and it's the Thanksgiving episode. And uh-huh. this happened in 2017, which is one of my favorite episodes. Didn't know she wrote, wrote it. Her and Aziz are been friends for like decades, and it shows yeah. them him spending Thanksgiving with her and her family. The beautiful Angela Bassett plays her gorgeous-ass mom. That's probably why I, I love it so much, because Angela Bassett plays her mom. But um, And just seeing how she has to deal with her sexuality and growing up from, like, 90s till now. And even as he still is, still comes, you know, they still, like, sneak their weed and shit. Like, I know! It, it was a very a- fun um, episode, and it reminds you of, you know, when you have family Thanksgivings and you have that one cousin that always has something going on or that one cousin that you love hanging out with you're like oh i can't wait oh you need someone to go to the store that's us because we're gonna smoke a fucking joint on the way to the store like that's how that's how that (laughs) episode felt and it Mm -hmm. and and it just i loved it and i'm glad that she is the first black woman to win for something because that was a good one yeah and it's it's such a good episode and it was sufficient it like traced back to like when she was first coming out to her family yeah yeah and it, it echoed a lot for her so it wasn't just personal but it also it was just so well written and it related to all of us i mean we can all like you said we can all pretty much relate to being in that position and in one way one way or another and uh, she also is a writer and i believe producer for the shy like a creator baby yeah she creator yeah for the shy so she's shy if you love that show you also love her but do you know who uh directed that thanksgiving episode who directed it how about the director of this movie masuka did mm-hmm. no way i didn't realize yeah that. so i feel like that was where they first like hooked up like hey girl i love the way that you like do this we need oh my to gosh. Like, do something yeah look at you i didn't i uh, surprise surprise yeah and they both wanted to show black love in a movie and not not saying that like oh movies don't show black love she won they wanted to have dark skin black love yes which is something that we don't see in 
movies, pretty much. No, you don't. You really don't. Yeah. So that's why that sex scene is so gorgeous because their skin is just so beautiful. So beautiful. Just, just oh my god, they just—their whole composition is so beautiful with the car and the seats, everything. It just—and they're just pulled off on some dirt road in a field, just going at it like rabbits. And our bodies are just like shining in this—the sun that was coming in through the windows because it's daytime. Yeah. And the passenger door is open because. It's hot as fuck down there <laughs> in Macon, Georgia. Is that where it is? You see her pulling off to either Macon or... I think it's Macon, Georgia. Somewhere Macon, Georgia. right? Mm-hmm. Because she was going to go straight to Savannah or you get off at Macon. Have you been on this highway? Do you know this shit? I do know that highway. Mm-hmm. See, there's so much of this country I have not traveled. Yeah, um, you got it. It's just, it's such a beautiful... I mean, you can see it in the film as well, like... The scenery is so gorgeous. You couldn't ask for a better. It's either that, if you want to take like 95 to 75 going down south, or if you take like Highway 1 in California, like that's another great ride. PCH, take that beautiful coastal ride. You have to. There's just some drives you just got to take in this country because the United States is a beautiful country. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But yeah, she's riding 20s. She is the creator of 20s. Have you watched that on BET yet? No, but I heard. I heard it was good. Ah, it's so good! Oh, you already you said it was good? Don't wait forever. You Girl, have to watch. I'm I'm sorry. There's a lot of things that I'm trying to watch. I need to watch. finish watching Legendary. I need to know who wins this. Huh? You finished, haven't finished Legendary? I haven't. I need to finish Ozark. I'm I'm like halfway through the last season of Ozark. Like, girl, there's a lot of thing on the list. There's I am behind. Lot. Okay, I don't even know. I don't even know what else. There's just so many things. I finished. Uh, I'll be gone in the dark. Like, oh my god. Oh, you finished it? So I only got through two episodes. So fucking good, you guys. So oh, good. I love that show. I did finish uh, McMillions recently, so like, I'm getting through my like docs and stuff like that, and whatever. What my what not. I got a lot of things. Okay. okay Here's the thing, though. I'm, all I'm saying, though, is that viewage is important, and it keeps a show around. Yes. So you just got to support those shows I do. that you really love and, like, give a little shout-out to them. And 20s should be one of them. So The Shy, too. I also want to also give a shout-out for P Valley. My uh, future cousin is uh, on that show, and I have not had a chance to watch all of it yet or to catch up yet, but... From what I've seen, it is amazing. Okay, so so please, Pete. Valley. Fuck yeah! Shout beautiful out to black one. Ah, oh, I'm excited. Yeah. I'm gonna check that out. I'm writing it down right now. P Valley, yes. Take notes, everyone. Everyone, take out a post-it. No. Yep. Pull kidding. over. What is this? <laughs> Pull your car over. No, no. Say sorry. <laughs> hey, sorry. <laughs> Write in notes. Hey, Watch Pete Valley on Sunday nights on Showtime. <laughs> Thank you. Nope. <laughs> showtime. Gotta love Showtime. The L word. Generation Z. Everything's on Showtime. I love showtime. it. Okay. So, so um, moving on. Well, I just want to say that Lena, when she wrote this, she based these two characters off of Malcolm X and Martin Luther King of their philosophy on life. So yes. you can see that on one's take on things and the other's take on things. I would have normally naturally thought that like the woman would be more MLK and the man would be more Malcolm X 
but in this movie they are switched at least that's how yeah. i portray see it well and i mean if we want to get into that because that's like one of my favorite things about uh daniel kaluuya yep. when he approached the character of slim which you find out at the end his name is ernest yeah so they're never their names are never said they're not in no. this entire movie i mean no, no. that's not true Queen at the very end. Queen and Slim is never said. Their Either government queen. names are said, but they're not titled as that, like in IMDb or on the credits. They don't have their government names. They have Queen and Slim. Yes. But they only say their government names at the very end, too. No. It's only mentioned in their final. Gail is the reporter, and she announces the names of the two deceased. Um, and that's when she announces Angela Johnson and Ernest. Uh, what was his last name? They're Queen of Slam, girl. Just Queen of Slam. You're right. You're right. Because this is what I really, really love about this. Because you were talking. Because I, I had also read that uh, Lena, when she was writing it, had based the two characters. And Slim is just so heartwarming, and his character is so beautifully. At the very beginning, he's just so beautifully thoughtful. I, I don't want this to come off wrong, but when he has the sense of like what he has done. After he kills the cop, his instinct is to be like, I got to turn myself in. I did something wrong. I can't live with this. And you see this. And and when Daniel was uh, talking about how he approached this character, he's like, I am a black man. And I have known since I was 13 years old that I need to watch what I say, watch what I do, watch my actions and make sure like, you know, and not and he's like and expect exactly what it is to be a black man in, in this culture and that's him talking and that's not even him talking about america that's him talking about england like england he he the, he has his own traumas um for being a black man in england which are exactly extremely similar if not exactly the same as us here in america so um i know that they got some pushback for having two british actors play Americans that are supposed to be like these kind of icon heroes and the director and the writer and everybody was just like if you're black anywhere your experience is pretty much the same like it <laughs> doesn't exactly. matter where we go we can go to South Africa and we're still going to get treated like shit we can go to England and still get treated like shit we can come to America and we can still get treated like shit it doesn't really matter where you come from Really it's a stigma. It's a stigma that sticks with you. Yeah. Like it's not. And so he he says that he and and I mean you talk to any of your black friends and that's exactly what they say. Like they you are you are told that this is how your life is and it's it's upsetting because you know growing up as a white girl I'm not told that because it's not a thing for me and I know that and I hate it that it just it's exposed to my friends in this way. He says, though, that he chose for the character to keep him in a childish innocence. And the director agreed with him to do it this way because, and I feel it too, because whenever you're in the moment and you're just like, oh my God, yes, just turn yourself in. Just it's self-defense. They'll understand. Like, that's me approaching it as the character sympathizing with, with Slim. And for me as a white woman, maybe someone would listen to me. But then you have Queen saying, no, you are a black man in America right now. You're a black man that killed a cop and then took his gun. They are not going to take your side. They are going to crucify you. We've got to go. Like, don't even fuck with me. Like, and it's true. And it's that's the beautiful take of this character is that 
it's it's the, the, in the first moments of it and even when he calls his father oh that phone call i asked my dad i asked my dad because my parents are very good christian people and mm -hmm. you know i've always felt like if i did something extremely wrong where like the cops were looking for me the last place I would be is my parents because they would try to convince me to turn myself in. Like of that's, course. that's what they would do. So like not calling them, like call, I told him, I was like, if I was on the run and I called you and the cops were there, like, what would you do? And he was like, I would do what the dad did in the movie. He was like, because I'm, you can catch my kid. That's fine. Cause they did wrong. No, we're going to find him. Yeah, but not with my help. But you're not going to do it with my help. Like I'm not, exactly. I'm not going to help you do it. But mm -hmm. it was very good that, like, it, it probably felt great for the dad to have that last moment because, like, the, by the next day, pretty much the next two days, he's gone. Like, and you, yeah. have, you have that. He made a, a chance to call. And I would have, I don't know if I would have called or not. I don't know if I would have called or not. Because I know how they trace and how they, they find us. Stuff now. Yeah. yeah. And I wouldn't want it, but I would want to somehow send a postcard or something to my parents so they would just know how much I love them. Like that would, that would probably be more of what I would do. Yeah, that would, yeah, that would probably be what I would do as well. I don't know though, because that's that again, making that decision is such an innocence of Slim to do that. But he is a good Christian boy. I mean, his license plate has God on it. She's like, can you turn like, that music off? She don't want to hear no damn God. <laughs> Which to be honest with you, I am I'm a religious person. My mom is a very, she listens to gospel. I love gospel. But probably in that moment, that is probably the last thing I want to hear. Because I already feel so guilty. I don't want to hear, like, how God can save me. He can't save me from this now. Like, I'm, I'm fucked. I'm yeah. fucked. I'm fucked. It calms him, okay? It I get that. Him. But that would give me so much anxiety. Because I'd be like, God is watching me right now. I'm so judged. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, my oh. goodness. I like that he picked that to do it that way because you always uh -huh. see a black man as being like aggressor and mean and dangerous and he wasn't she was more the aggressor no. she was more of the ones like okay we got to do this we got to do that so I do like that he downplayed it showing that like you could be just the coolest sweetest godliest black man who does nothing wrong who has no re like this escalated because he asked, can you hurry up? Would you please hurry up? What did you say? It's just cold. So I can go sit in the fucking car because it's cold. Yeah, and exactly. Fun fact, fun fact. It was Ooh. extremely cold. They filmed this like in Cleveland and they uh, had, it looks like it. <laughs> yeah, and they would could only film for about fifteen minutes at a, fifteen to twenty minutes at a time before they would have to go inside for everyone to thaw out for their equipment to continue to work. So she really she wanted to film in Cleveland and actually do the whole. And the the studio was like, you know, girl, no, we shouldn't do that. And she's like, no, we're we need doing to do it. it because. One, Cleveland was the last stop on the Underground Railroad and so to Canada. And it ends and so when this all ends six days later, they are trying to go to Cuba where slaves were also trying to escape for freedom. So she mm -hmm. wanted to do the whole, you know, kind of trail of that because that is what slaves 
us black people now in America have to do, would have to do to escape something like this. So yeah. just think of that. But it was really cold. So I can understand them being like, there's nothing but shoes in here, dude. Cold. It's just cold. It's just cold. And because he said it was cold, this cop pulled the gun on him. Put your hands on your head and get on the ground now. Are you serious? Get on the fucking ground! And this I know, started. but that's how it all started. That's how it all started. Queen just couldn't watch it again happen. That was so sad. But so, yeah, that's, I mean, that's our, that's our slim. He was a sweet. Daniel Kaluuya. So can we talk about Queen? Well, can yes, of course we can talk about Queen. Because She's amazing. If you want to know enough about my sexy, chocolatey, slim Kalua, as I like to call him, my little Kalua. Oh, you're so bad. Since it's lights, camera, cocktail, my little Kalua, go ahead <laughs> and look in our back catalog because we do have Get Out and we have Black Panther. Mm-hmm. I have to say that I just remade the Get Out Sunken Place tea uh, a couple weeks ago. Me and my family, me and my mom and my sister-in-law and my nieces and my cousins had a little bit of a tea party with my little nieces for their birthday and i made sunken place tea for the adults so go listen to that one it's a good one Ooh, look at that pulling out a classic i did i was like when can i ever do some tea i got some sunken place tea got my amaretto up here we had some whiskey in it with some lemons and some black tea it was good Place uh, I'm obsessed. I have to try it. Mm-hmm. Yup. So let's talk about our Miss Queenie here. Let's do it. She is she, someone that I had no clue who she was. She had only done a few minor television roles, right? And she did a good job on this. She is also a British. I don't know if she's from England or where, I don't know where. She's European, wherever she's from. Mm-hmm. And I have never heard of her. But do you know who she's married to? Uh, that Dawson's Creek guy. Pacey. Uh, uh, What's his name? I forget. Great. Did I not write it down? I, obviously, I, James Vanderbeek. Was we that, know who James Vanderbeek is. So I think his Joshua Jackson, Jonathan Jackson. I feel like you're wrong, but I don't remember what his name was. Hold on. Hold on. No, I I can be totally wrong. I really don't know who this person is. That's what I knew her from. She was uh, in True Blood. She was in a couple of episodes of True Blood. But yeah, she's she's Queen's amazing. Her character is such a badass. Like she's so strong, and even when she breaks down and just and does she admits her entire history to Slim. Yeah, when she talks about her mom mother when she visits the gravesite it's just it's such a vulnerable side of her that she obviously never lets anyone see well she's amazing i think she's beautiful i did appreciate her american accent it was on point i didn't realize that she wasn't until i did research on this shit um they their chemistry was so good yeah her she's so off-putting i think that she has walls up because she I feel like she has never felt safe. She had a mom that she didn't really feel connected to or like I feel like she didn't have that safety net. Yeah. And her uncle was kind of that, but not really that. 
And then, you know, she's just like, fuck it. I'm just going to be out here in my way. And every day she sees the worst of the worst because she's a lawyer. She's the worst of society. So instead of being open and loving, she keeps her walls up. And she just doesn't want to be, I had a bad day today and I don't want to eat by myself. You know? And it ends up being the worst and best thing that's ever happened to her life. I think so too. Because she completely loses control of her entire world around her. And it just forces her to, oh. Are you having a hurricane or something? It's getting really bad out there. I can hear it. Holy crap. Okay, anyways. I can hear that rain, girl. Yeah, it's coming down. Um, we're good. Uh, what was I saying? Oh, uh, her character, she just, she has to let go of everything. And she just has to be the strength for both of them for a little while mm-hmm. and get them to the next place that they need to get to. Yeah, because, I mean, he would have turned himself in, which yeah. is probably the smartest idea because, A, they were in front of the car. There was a camera. So the camera did pick up the cops shooting her yes. and trying to shoot him and that it would be self-defense. He would have went mm-hmm. to jail still because he killed a cop and there's no way that they're going to allow him to go off, especially since he is not white. But yeah. he would have probably maybe spent like a couple years in jail and then got off on probation and she would have got nothing. Their lives would have been saved, hopefully, but then that's not the point of this fucking movie. Like, no. Well, it also because in the decision, in the moment, because obviously this all stems back, which is so, that's what's so cool is that it all stems back from the beginning of her day. And like, she had just finished defending a kid who was basically put in the same situation that Slim gets put into. Yeah. And the court member, they, they convict the guy. He has to go to prison and he's in life prison. And she's just like, another life is wasted. Like they just take another life. And so in that moment, she saw Slim defense her, which she has never felt like she could rely on anybody. And here is this person that does everything in his power to save her and protect her. And she's like, oh my God. And so instinctively she's like, we got to go because she knows that she just now needs to save him. Yeah. But in the end saves herself a little bit because she finally lets let's go and finds love. Cause that's also what we have to remember. This is totally a love story. It is a love story. My kind of love story. I'm not, I a, love, you know, I'm not big into like the lovey dovey stories and stuff. Like I know. That. You're- but this is my kind of like ghetto love story. And I love it because mm-hmm. they're not, I mean, that's, that's wrong because they're not ghetto. They are both very, you know, she's an oh, yeah. educated lawyer. He, we don't even know what he does, but he's a good person. He's a delivery guy. Isn't he like a, he's a. Whatever it is, he's just like an honest working dude, just making his way. Yeah, he's an honest working guy, just working in a, I think he works in a warehouse. Because they talk about it at the beginning. But yeah, he, and their dynamic is just, it's just so fun. It just, it's so cute. It's really cute. And you get to see them go through. I, I like to call them a Romeo and Juliet. Well, no, because they don't come from two different worlds. They come from the same world. I know. It's just, it's more of like a, just a tormented, Mm -hmm. tragic love that cannot be. That just cannot be. Yeah. Because a lot of people were associating the characters as Bonnie and Clyde. If it isn't a black Bonnie and Clyde. And I didn't like that 
Well, and they did do something wrong. They killed somebody. Whether it was in yeah, self-defense not or not, being... it's still, you know, you killed somebody. And now you're on the run. So I see why they would call them a Bonnie and Clyde. And I like that. Yeah, but they're not criminals. That is the point. They're not. It was completely self-defense. And they're not criminals. They're not criminals, no. And that's why it's just, oh, their love is so tragic. Because you knew. Like, when you're watching it, you know. You know exactly how this is about to end. Yeah. And... That's why it's such a killer that Blood Orange would throw in straight up this beautiful music of them getting out of the car. And even Queen is like smiling and you're like, oh, fuck. And they hold hands and they're walking towards the plane on the tarmac. And then all of a sudden you just see the car. You don't even hear the sirens. You just see the lights of yeah. the cars mm. pulling up into the background and completely blurry. And you're just like, fuck that guy. Like, fuck that guy. He... Ugh. Well, at, at first, when you first watch the movie, you don't know it's him. You I don't, knew it was him. I didn't know it was him. I was like, dang, how'd they catch him? I immediately thought it was the white people. Sorry, white people. You, <laughs> did, you guys didn't do it this time. But I thought what? that the white people fucking set him up and told them where they were. It wasn't until we saw the nigga fucking sitting there counting money. Counting yeah, money. So, I want to talk about somebody who is, like, one of my favorite... Um, Unknown actors, I guess. Uh, Are you going to talk about What? Who? What? Go. You go. What were you going to say? Who do you think I'm talking about? I think you're talking about, and I agree. It's uh, her uncle. Uncle, what, Earl? Uncle Earl? Yes. Bokeem Woodbine. Bokeem Woodbine. Now, this dude has, if you don't know who he is, you need to ask somebody. Because this fool's been around the block for a very, very long time. He, to me, he's been in a lot of, I guess, black movies. He usually plays a black, a bad guy or something crazy of that sort. Uh, we did briefly, I don't know if we briefly talked about him, but we did talk about Crooklyn, which is one of the first movies that he was in. He's also in Dead Presidents, which is one of my favorite fucking movies. We will oh. definitely talk about that. Maybe next like Black History Month or something. Because um, yeah. it's such a great fucking such a great fucking movie he was in gridlock with tupac this dude has been in so many so many movies he's done um an episode of sopranos he was in life we talked about that movie um but he's like one of those unnamed guys that you just don't really know who he is he was in ray as well mm -hmm. so this dude has been in so many shit so many tv shows uh, he was in Black Dynamite. Um, he's actually in what was that new movie that we just? He was in Spider Man Homecoming. Yeah, he was in Homecoming. Yep, he's done Snowfall. Uh, he's been he's in, in Spencer. Oh, Spencer for Hire, whatever. Spencer. Con mm -hmm. Do you know the movie? It just came out. Uh, was it this year? I think it was this year with Mark Wahlberg, and. He oh. and the black dude from fucking Wakanda. No, Spencer I Confidential. Was... Was that what... I thought it was just Spencer. But anyway. Um, Confidential? I don't know this movie. He... I'm writing it down. You should. It's a Netflix original. It has Mark Wahlberg in it. It has that what? sexy ass fucking dude from Black Panther. The one who fights uh, Black Panther for his throne and he loses. But he like helps him out. You know that dude? 
Ooh, the yes. dude from us. The dude from us. Yes. Yes. He is. He plays like his partner. Oh, it's a really good movie. Um, get out of here. Uh, but Woodman, Woodbean, he is. He plays like Mark Wahlberg's old partner, and he like comes to the movie. So like that's a more n- newer day thing of him. But he does uh-huh. so much good shit that like I just want to give him a shout out because I always appreciate when I see him. He always does yeah. good acting. And he was a really good, like, you know, southern ass pimp with some bitches. You know, I love when he answers the door for the cop and he's like, what the fuck you doing here? Like, (laughs) that's probably my favorite scene of him. Him, that and him, like, his bitch yelling at him like, oh, fuck no. It's the last time you put your hands on me. Nobody wants your fucking pinky ring. He's like, where's my pinky ring, bitch? My daddy gave me that bigger ring. Like he's all <laughs> I fucking love it. He does such a great job. But when he when the cop comes to the door, her ex bay like comes to the door, he's such a dick to him that it's like my favorite. It's yeah. one of my favorite scenes <laughs> in this whole movie. As soon as, soon as he closes the door, he's like You don't got to kill that nigga one day, yeah? He's like, whose car is that? And he's like, I don't know whose fucking car that is. Like, I don't know. <laughs> He's like, oh, well, I'll, can I see it? He's like, you mind if I come in? Not without a warrant, nigga. You go get your paperwork together. I'll give you the grand tour. Yeah, if you come back with a fucking warrant, you can. Bitch. Yeah. Like, he didn't give two shits. He knew his rights. He's like, you still fucking that dude? <laughs> <laughs> I love him. You know, he doesn't want to help her, but he does want to help her. I know, exactly. You know? And I, that, what I super love is one of the babes that he totally is hooking up with is goddess is yeah. played by uh, india moore i'm obsessed with india wait moore. so she's the one with the braids or the one with the like the fro that's what the with the fro oh she's the sweet one i liked her she was nice i know goddess is the best she's like my family and just wants me to be happy like she was are you close to your family yeah they don't care how i make my money as long as i'm happy are you sometimes a, a sweet like I liked her she's the one who looks at him like give him the fucking car dude give her the I car <laughs> stop trying to hold out on her yep and goes out and everything and yeah. walks all the way fucking back like just <laughs> doesn't I know I was like y'all didn't drive three cars like that made no sense to me unless you that's did it down super, the street from the house that's my 2% right there like that's that's like <laughs> my, I love this movie to 98% but just like can't understand why ain't he driving home? Like, what? Like, I, this is not a time to This is not walking. a time to be seen walking away from a car that's burning that was stolen. Like, that's not the time. But it's he not. must he must run his, his neighborhood, so he, he ain't worried. No, I guess not. And, I mean, and it's cute because I think those two, like, him uh, with uh, the uncle bringing goddess to the burning of the car. It's like, that's his ride or die right there. I guess. That is his ride or die because she's not stealing pranky rings. He's not no. hitting her. You know, she's happy most of the time. And she's most the one, the she's like, give him that fucking big ass car. You got motherfucker. Stop holding that <laughs> shit. Holding that shit. They need, they need a getaway car. Like, what are you they doing? They just give him a fucking car. You give gotta go get car. car. Give him a car. <laughs> You got this beautiful house. You got shit. Just give yeah. him a car. I would have given him my best car, and then I would have waited a couple of days and reported it fucking stolen. Like, 
Who gives a fuck? But I love India more. They're on Pose. They're amazing. I want to see them in everything. And just like the collection of people, the the casting of this. Like, we already talked about Flea and uh, Chloe uh, Savoyan. I'm so sorry. But Flea, it took me a second to realize that that was old-ass Flea. Dude, yeah, especially him dressed up in like a nice colored shirt and cap. I've never seen him wear that much clothes in my life. <laughs> in my life, I've seen them live before, and he wore tank tops and some fucking dicky shorts. Like, I've never seen this fool wear so much clothes in my life. That's why I was like, "Is this flea? <laughs> is that flea?" You're right, flea is. And out of all of the Chili Pepper, if you guys don't know who Flea is, Flea he is the bass player for the Red Hot Chili Peppers. He's one of the greatest bass players of all times. He's fucking sick, dude. And he has showed up in movies like Son in Law. You pick oh my it, God. Ah, stick it, <laughs> and some other stuff. So it did take me a minute to realize that was him because he was old and he was wearing like khakis and a cardigan. I didn't know what the fuck to do with that. That's <laughs> not the flea I know. Uh uh-uh. oh, it was good. It was really good. They did uh, Benito Martinez. Yep, it was that amazing. was beautiful. That guy is like the king of TV, man. He's in everything. Everything. Everything you name it, he's in it. Most recently, my favorite is that he was in How to Get Away with Murder. Oh, that's right, that's right. Oh, he's the doctor. I loved him in that. Like as soon as I saw him in this movie, that's the first thing I was like, oh fuck. Um. Anyways, yeah, it's a good cast. It was solid. I love every bit of this movie for sure. Yeah, the casting was on point on this one. I am very happy of every person that you cast in this movie, down to mm-hmm. the white people. It was pretty good. Yeah. yeah, this movie's amazing. Everyone should see it. Everyone should watch it. I was so surprised that more people didn't see it. This movie, Especially... it fell out during times when it was, you know, like I said, it happened in November. That is a busy time for people. Um, yeah. You got December, January, and by February, we were worried, starting to be worried about coronavirus. So I, I can understand it not having as many views. But get your queen and slim on i got a question for you skinny luther or fat luther so do you like fat luther or skinny luther <laughs> i want to know um wait shit. are you a luther fan yeah okay okay i'd say fat luther i'm gonna have to agree with you and slim because his best hits come out of fat luther I have to say, yeah, it's all the all the good shit. Now, physically looking at you, I did like Slim Skinny Luther. He did have some good hits. Yeah. As Skinny Luther, that was not a non-thing. Like, Dance Where My Father was, like, one of those, like, every person wants to have that at their wedding kind of song. Um, of course. So I get it. But Fat Luther had some fucking bops, so... Yeah, exactly. I, See, I don't trust people that like Skinny Luther. I, I'm with Slim on I don't trust somebody who loves Skinny Luther over Fat Luther. Ah. <laughs> I'm going to be on with Slim on that one. Absolutely. <laughs> I want to talk a, a little bit about the black cop that let him go. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about him. It was hard when, when you're watching it and that moment happens and he just opens the door. Especially because... Again, the writing opened that line. Well, what? How next? How do we get out of here? And then all of a sudden, the door opens and it's him. And he stares right at him. You're like, "Fuck!" And it, 
you see their faces and the both of them are like, please, no, like not now. And you don't really know where you're going to, where this cop's going to go. But then you like, obviously he's going to let them fucking just get through. I'm down. I love that scene because you're yeah. right. The looks on their faces, they look like fucking deer in headlights. Like, oh, fuck. We got so far. I hid under a bed underneath the floorboard for like 12 hours. He just <laughs> popped her fucking shoulder into place not 10 seconds ago. Not 10 seconds ago. We are so close. You can't do this. Like, we got to go. And I am and definitely a person who has... I have dislocated my wrist numerous of times. I've broken Ooh. my wrist three times in my life, the same wrist. And sometimes, not so much now that I'm an adult, but when I was younger, like late teens, early 20s, my wrist would pop out of its thing all the time. And it would fucking hurt. It would hurt so bad, like to the point, like I can't Ugh. breathe. Like, so that scene gets me every time because I'm like, oh, I know exactly, like, I don't know exactly because I've never popped a shoulder and that has to be way worse than just a wrist. But yeah, I do know what it's like to have something dislocated and it hurts. <laughs> I can't even, I can't even, like, oh. But the look on their face as being a deer in the headlights and then having the black cop say that, oh, what happened? A couple deer caught on some branches. I set them free. I had a deer that was stuck, I set it free or whatever, is beautiful because he did. He probably, I know that that fool had saw the videotape of the dash cam and saw that, like, this cop left him no choice. Yeah. No, there was no way out of this. It was going to happen. I don't know. It's just one of those things. It's just like, I don't have it. I can't do it. I have no right to judge you in this moment. And I can't take you in. Yeah. So just go. I don't want to be that. Just person. get out. Yes. Queen and Slim was caught. But they were caught by a black cop. Yeah. Like, that's the worst. I don't want you caught by a black cop. I want you caught by some white cop. Yeah. You don't want to be. Right? I, that's how I feel. So imagine? we only really see two it's black cops. In the movie, and they're more of the nicer cops than the evil cops that you know are out there in the world. So I appreciate that you you made a way for black cops because they're really catching hell right now. You know, they're just doing their goddamn job, but they're they're getting treated like these evil white cops that are putting their knees on the back of our necks. But I mean, seriously though, did you see that uh, black woman cop up in New York City? Well, one of the police officers totally grabbed a kid and pushed them back, and she grabbed him and pulled him off to the side. And she's and she like, started no, yelling at me, like, no, "Don't not touch no. anybody! Do not touch anybody!" Like, no. Yeah, I did see that like, video. Defended a citizen and gotten there and gotten the cop's face, and it's like, why aren't there more people like that? Like, why are there not more cops that are able to check each other and put each other in place? I just. There's, it's it's unfortunate, and we're seeing that right now. Like seriously, it's it's almost incredible that we went through this whole entire time period where not any like people were sticking up for each other, but there wasn't this outpour and this like crazed demand for justice that is happening right now. And for this movie to be not even six months before George Floyd, and then everyone said enough was fucking enough, like. Combinedly, everybody was like, we're fucking done. We're not doing this anymore. And it's it's just, it's it's so sad because George Floyd is just another name on a list, but his will always stand out so prominently, especially in this time, because 
and he he awoken something he lit a fire that just is burning so bright right now and they're just trying to distinguish it and they just can't and this movie really does put just like a fire in your belly for sure so that's a little bit of how i feel on that you got anything else to say girlfriend no i mean Go go watch this movie, everybody. I do want to say that there were not a lot of fun facts about this movie. That is uh, another reason why this is kind of short. I only had like almost not even a full page of fun facts for this one. It's it's a very beautiful piece of art. It's not just a, it's not just your standard film. Like it's very it's very beautiful. It pays a lot of attention to landscape, where you are, where they are, especially with the history of the locations that they chose to shoot in and where the characters are from. It's just a beautiful, it's a beautiful film. What is your favorite line from this film? I really think it's at the end and she asks, she looks at him and she asks him to be her, can I be your legacy? Can I be your legacy? You already are. And he says, you already are. And he just turns to her and says it in such a, in like, such girl, a real way. That, that like, you are. Yeah. <laughs> And like, he like believing in the moment, like all these guns are pointed at us and that's like, he's shocked. He's like, I can't believe you just asked me that. Like, <laughs> and it's just so beautiful. And then she just dies. Literally, you stole the words out of my mouth. That is probably my favorite line. It would be more not that one because that one makes me, every time I watch it, I'm always like, ah, like I know it's gonna happen, but I'm still, She's surprised and upset that it happens that she gets shot but yeah. when he says that you know all I want is you know my woman to be my legacy you know if she thinks of me fondly that's all I need which I love being a woman who does not want children that I don't want like I for him to be like saying like I want a woman to have my children to be my legacy would not be for me but for me to be your legacy, you die and I'm the one who's still fighting on like, I fucking love my Slim. He was the <laughs> shit. You don't even fucking know. Like that is yes. more my temple. So that line to me does resonate really well because I want to be someone's legacy other than my parents. I don't want to yeah. be my parents' legacy. I want to be my dude's legacy. Like, right. <laughs> Oh. I love how gushy, I had to say, I love how gushy you get about this movie, because you don't do this with me. And I'm like, I'm, a, I'm loving this moment right now, you being a little gushy. I got you a little gushy. You did. I? I told you this is more my kind of love story, more than like other ones, like true um, love stories. Like exactly. love stories that don't end well are probably more of my favorite love stories. Like Gone with the Wind. I love how much Red Butler fucking loves her. And no matter what, she doesn't even love him a tenth of as much as he loves her to the point where he's like, bye, bitch. And she's like, oh, goddamn, wait, I forgot I loved you. Those are like <laughs> my kind of love stories because that that rings way more true to the world than happily ever after. So that's just my thing on shit like that. No, I, I'm more lean to a tragic, just in general, not a tragic, but either tragic or a neutral ending. Happy endings for me don't always just seem too realistic. I mean, I, for one, love a good happy ending. Don't get me wrong. My dad, who's probably listening. Hey, daddy. Um, hey. <laughs> he hates movies that don't have happy endings. That's something that bothers him. 
Um, I think it's because in life, we don't get happy endings. And if I'm going to watch a movie, I want it to end happily. I'm not necessarily like that. And I can escape to a fantasy world every once in a while. But like when it comes to real shit like love and feelings, it just feels good to feel real. You got anything else to say about this amazing movie? Is there a scene that we didn't talk about that you want to talk about? No, I think it's perfect. I think we got through it all. I do have a, one. It, one I, I think I have one. <clears throat> okay. How do you feel about the mechanic? Oh. Um, I think it's hard because he's in a different mindset. He's a different generation. Uh, so, yeah, his perception of to get through it is to just... The fact that he accuses them, though, of instigating the whole situation that's so archaic, I think that's such an old way of thinking and and doing and that but they should not feel, feel bad I about. I feel like a black man, especially an old black man, should know how police treat us. That dude lived through civil rights or at least towards the end of it. Yeah. And this fool is saying, you know, you started it, which kind of makes it seem dumb um i guess it is good to show that not all black people are on the same page you just assume that all black people care about the same things that we care about but but we don't you know we're like any other culture yeah. we don't always agree on everything but if my parents had saw the video of the police officer shooting queen and slim defending them they would have definitely been on his side. So seeing the way that he treats them of not just yeah. either doing their car for free or doing their car super cheap is kind of mind boggling to me. Like, I feel like, damn, bitch, why didn't you just like he says that he says, well, why did you charge us full price? Like if you were yeah, going to exactly. if you knew who we were, you know that I'm giving you all of my money. And that means uh -huh. it's not like, oh, it's all my money until payday. Like, that's all of my money. Yeah. That kind of made me a little sad, but it does make me happy to see how his son is understanding, but not understanding. He sees it as but being not understanding. He sees it as being more of like, I'm going to be a hero. I'm in a legacy. But this kid is just another kid yeah. that's arrested or shot by the cops, like, you know, for killing a cop of all things. Oh, I mean, that's not what, it, like, and the, that's what they didn't stand for. Like, that's not what Queen and Slim, that's not why they did it. Nope. And that's, I think, what the biggest concern was, I think, for him, too, because he's a father. And he's he was probably, the mechanic's probably worried about his own son. And it's, oh, that whole scene is so tragic. I know. And especially you see him at the end. Like, they, that's one of the glimpse backs they do of the report going. And you, you the mechanic is standing there. And he says, you know, I fixed their car. They talked to my son. And now my son shot a cop like he didn't help the situation at all yeah he made it worse i feel like the son was also being rebellion against the system against his dad and yeah if his yeah, dad would have sure. been more on board i don't think he would have went to that level mm -mm. i don't think he would have went to that if the dad was more on board like mm. all right so anything else i think i, I think we covered it i mean for me Okay, are you ready Here. for Z for the people? Uh, oh, yeah. Yes. Uh, all right, so Z for the people. Yeah, okay. I was trying to think of something to do this, and this is kind of what I came up with. 
Colin Kaepernick okay. has a foundation that is put together for uh, protesters that were arrested during protesting. And his is more for Minneapolis, where this is a lot of protesting and people being jailed is going down. And I think that that would be a good GoFundMe kind of thing to donate to because I am a person who is also a protester. I always, when I go out into the street, I am always worried that I might get arrested. And if I do get arrested, how the fuck am I going to get out of jail? And to have that peace of mind to know that during this time when some people can't physically go out into the street and show their support for this movement they can also show their support for the people who actually went out there to do what you can't Mm -hmm. do exactly so um if you just look up the common company uh fund uh legal defense fund you can go ahead and send money to that i do know that you can also send money to the naacp they also have a fund that is there also for protesters out all over the country who need bail for having these cops or military people arrest them for using their right to protest in this country which we do talk about being a free country but we don't get to use the right to protest. Now, I haven't been out to protest in maybe a month and a half, two months. And if something popped off, there is no way that I would be able to place bell. Like that's just not in the cards for me. And so go ahead and look those up and uh, donate money so that we can continue having our protests, peaceful protests, not Peaceful warriors. We're peaceful warriors out here. Yeah. Everyone just keep themselves protected. Shout out to all my protesters. Yeah. New York, Chicago, Seattle. Portland. Portland. We see you, Portland. Thank San you. San Francisco, Oakland, Oakland, LA. We see you guys. We see you. We appreciate. Yeah. We are out there in our own streets. I have protested here in Riverside where I do live. And I've also protested in Hollywood where I don't live but do frequently go. So, um you know do do your best with what you can do protested in a town center on us one in florida <laughs> thank you boo boo thank you, you. Just gotta do what you gotta do you, you gotta do what, what you gotta do wear your mask while you're out there you but do, do what, what you gotta do yes and, everyone where they're protect protected here we're not stupid yeah so uh that's a little bit of my yeah z for, the, z the, for people. the people uh, yes uh, it was a good one did you like that yeah, I couldn't think of I one. I like famous that. One. Yeah, I couldn't think of one. So that that. <laughs> so yeah, that's a little bit of Z for the people. Z for the people. I love it. So what is the theme of this month again? This month's theme is women filmmakers and writers. Just women, women, women in cinema. Women, women filmmakers. Yeah. So I'm going to take that as a woman. A woman's movie like this one was written by a woman it was directed by a woman and it was starring a man and a woman but you know equally so um i have a i get next week's pick yes he's got next pick next week what are we watching and we are watching riding in cars with boys ah 
Drew Barrymore. Oh, I love it. I can't wait. Yeah. So we're going to do a little bit of riding in cars with boys. Riding in cars with boys. Uh, I like it. Written and directed by female bitches. And uh, yeah, I'm fucking yeah. hot. Are, are we done? I want to turn the fan on. Turn off that AC. Rub some of that hot, I, uh, cold ice from the cocktail all over you. It's empty. It melted, girl. It's all water. <laughs> Look at this. Thank you, guys. We're done. We made it through Queen we and Swim. It. We made ah! it through our first episode of season two, Electric Boogaloo. We totally miss Jason, but he is out in the audience listening to us like everybody else. But I am so very happy that Lenny was here with me today for this gorgeous movie yeah. that you picked. Thank you. This was so much fun. This drink was yeah. really good. I was nervous yeah. on letting you pick the drink. I was nervous to do it. I was like, I have to make her proud. And you did. Because I'm about good. to fucking drink the shit out of this. Woo! Well, thank you for joining us. This was fun. This was so much Thanks fun. Thanks for the movie date. Yeah, movie date, baby. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. Well, this is uh, uh, another episode of Lights, Camera, Cactus. Oops. We'll see you guys next week. <sighs> see you next week. Will you be my legacy, oh. Lenny? <gasps> you already are. Oh, my God.